Mike check one, two. You are now tuned into the show where you learn first how to define success, what that's going to look like in your own life, and then how to make that vision of success your reality in your life. And we're going to do that by first making sure you're in the right mindset to grow, and then that you have the right tactics, strategies, and methods to get there. And once we combine that growth mindset with the proper strategies to achieve success, there's really nothing that's going to be able to stop you. Welcome to the Sprouting Success Podcast. My name is Remy Ellis, and I'm your host. Today is a very special day, a very special episode. This recording will be published on the 26th of August, 2022. And that day marks one year of the Sprouting Success Podcast. So I can't go any further without thanking each and every one of you for listening right now, for your attention, support, encouragement, feedback over the past year. It's been an amazing experience for me as a creator and as a person, and I'm looking forward to keeping it going, but I couldn't do it without all you listening in, uh, like I said, providing that feedback and support over the past year, which is crazy to think, but we're just getting started. And in honor of one year, today will be the longest and most intense episode to date. This megasode, I'm calling it, will take a highlight from each of the previous 26 episodes and frame it in a different way. So as you know, we have a different topic every episode of this show, and I'll give you three points to kind of build around that topic and you know flesh it out. Today, we're going to recap and highlight each of the 26 episodes. I'm older now. I've had some experiences. I'll be able to speak in a different way to all those points. So even if you've listened to every episode of this show, first of all, you've likely forgotten things I've said. And on top of that, I'm going to be adding something new new information that you need to hear today to it. So if today's your first time listening to the show, welcome. You got some catching up to do, but we're happy to have you and this is a good place to start. All that said, before I get into today's topic, I briefly wanted to just ask anyone listening right now to go leave a rating and review the show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Please leave a review of the show, subscribe to the show. That helps us in the category rankings, the algorithm. That helps more people like you find the show and sprout success. So I appreciate your continued support. Go leave a review as we get into it. All that said, let's get into it. Today's topic is one year of sprouting success. And all the way back in episode one of the show, one year ago today, believe it or not, the topic was the first step in creating the life you want, defining success. The point I want to reiterate today is, is your definition of success is likely to change. And that's okay. We've talked about success so much on this show as if it's a destination to be reached, a goal to be achieved. But in reality, even if you were to come to that place, achieve that outcome, get the things you want, there's always going to be something more to go after and something to desire. So being successful is an ongoing journey and a process for you. So as you grow, how you define success will change as it should, because you're going to change as a person. So the things you value, what you care about, how you spend your time, all those things change over time as well. So you want your definition of success to be fluid, to be built off your beliefs and your values. The thing I like to say about success and your definition is don't marry your definition of success because that should change over time. Marry your desire to be successful, however you define the word, remember, because that's what you want to be committed to long term. Up next, episode two was how to take control of your life. The point I want to resurface from that topic is be proactive versus reactive. In order to take control of your life, you're going to have to take some action. You're going to need to be out there hustling, making things happen for yourself instead of waiting for things to happen. The definition of the word proactive is creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it has happened. 
So you need to initiate the action instead of just responding in your life. Proactive people are creators, achievers, leaders, self-reliant people. They understand the importance of timing, urgency, and opportunity. When you're reacting, you're often a victim of circumstance. You're playing catch-up. You have to deal with less-than-ideal circumstances and situations. Being reactive gives you less creativity, less chances to be in control. Episode 3, the topic was communication keys for a better life. The point I want to reiterate today is be open to new ideas and points of view. People nowadays take what is a difference of opinions as a personal attack on them. So if someone disagrees with them, they take that as a personal slight. Very dangerous to be closed-minded because as your conviction and your opinions grows, you'll start to drift towards other people who have the same opinion as you that are just going to validate what you think, which digs your hole even deeper into what you believe. And the best way to break that cycle is to get around some new people, consume some new content, some new media, listen to new people speak, get some new information. The more angles you can get, the more fit you are to build out your opinion and be able to argue the other side. Next up, episode four, when our topic was self-reliance, your greatest weapon. The point I want to share with you from that episode is leveraging independence creates power. When you can solve problems and make decisions on your own, without help or assistance from another person, that creates power for you. Because the less reliant you are on other people, the more you grow and trust yourself and your abilities to do things. And not only does independence breed courage and confidence and boldness, makes other people admire you, but it also puts you in a position where other people can no longer let you down or slow you down. Because when you're calling the shots, if a mistake happens, that's on you and you have to deal with that. Episode five was one of my favorite episodes. It featured my sister. We talked about expectations and relationships, love languages, trauma, loss, The key takeaway from that episode is that each one of us has different expectations for our lives and our relationships. You cannot assume another person has the same expectations as you. That needs to be addressed through conversation. Everyone has experienced different types of things or will experience some type of trauma. So don't run from that. Confront that through conversation and communication. Matter of fact, go listen to episode five after we get done today. It's a good one. Moving on, episode six was winning the chess game of life. The point there is that strategy is necessary. Strategy is defined as a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim. I'll say that again. Strategy is a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim. And chess is the ultimate game of strategy. You need to be thinking about your plan of attack when you go into a game of chess, how you're going to operate, the tactics you'll deploy in order to win the game. And life is really no different. you got to think about your plan, what you're going to do. you got to think two steps ahead. It's not enough now to just plan out your next day or your next move or your next action. You need to think two steps ahead because you never know the outcome of that first move until you make it, right? How life and the universe reacts and other people. In chess, you move and then the opponent moves. So it's kind of similar. You make a move and then the universe, your life makes a move. And how will their move affect your next move? Life moves and changes constantly. And so to set yourself up for the win, you got to think two steps ahead. That leads us nicely to episode 7, which was how to solve any problem. The biggest takeaway from that episode is that you need to determine what about the situation is under your control when you have a problem. Whenever you have a problem, there's going to be parts of the situation you have control over and maybe some other parts that are out of your hands. And we as humans, we tend to focus on the things that we don't have control over and just obsess over the fact that they're unchangeable to us, which is terrible, but we all do it. Spend your time and energy 
on the areas of the problem that you can control, number one being your emotions and how you react to the problem itself. That's a great transition into episode eight, which was power creation and being influential. Point I want to mention there is to master your emotions. There can be no power, no influence without you first becoming a master of your own emotions. Emotions cloud reason, and if you can't see a situation clearly, you can't really prepare to respond to it with any degree of control if you're acting alpha motion. Along these lines of mastering your emotions is the ability to distance yourself from the present moment and think objectively about the future and the past. Know when to express yourself externally and know when it's time to internalize your feelings. That will set you apart from 95% of people in life. Episode 9 was 25 Life Lessons from 25 Years, Part 1. It was tough to choose just one to highlight. I went with lesson number 6, which was your inner dialogue is the most important conversation you'll ever have. So that's self-talk and the voice inside your head. That's the most important and impactful conversation you're ever going to have because it's a constant dialogue. Hopefully it's a positive one. We tend to lean towards negative self-talk and bringing ourselves down. But if you can learn to build yourself up in that conversation, trust yourself, believe in yourself, and have this belief reflected in your self-talk, you'll be so much better off and your life will reflect that you are someone that understands themselves and are confident in yourself. So if you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. The limits that you place on yourself internally will hold you back more than anything anyone else could ever say to you. So take back control, become friends with yourself, admire yourself, become a fan of who you are, and make that inner dialogue positive, constructive. Next episode was 10, and that was part two, 25 life lessons from 25 years. The lesson I want to share is learn patience and impatience. There are times in life to be patient, to practice hanging back, to not react right away, to give things time and space. There are other times in life when it pays to be impatient, to be reactive, and to go with your gut, to waste no time in making a decision and taking action. And it's your job to discern when is the right time to either practice patience or practice impatience. I will say as a general rule, be impatient when it comes to taking action, hustling, making things happen, and be patient when it comes to expecting results. Episode 11 was how to identify opportunity. The point to highlight there is opportunity does not knock. I know we've all heard that opportunity knocks. Make sure you're at the door for when it does, but that's not the case. Opportunity is more sneaky and stealth-like than that. It slinks along in the shadows, cannot be seen by those who are looking for it, only by those who are ready for it. Opportunities are like the sunset. I like to say, if you miss one, don't be too sad because there's always going to be another one. You just got to know where to find it. Episode 12, The Secret to Achieving More. This was basically the be-do-have principle, which states that your being, your state of existence, who you are, determines the actions you'll take, so what you do, and that ultimately dictates what you have in life, the achievements and results you have. So if you want to be a more confident person with more self-belief, you need to be that person and believe in yourself now. This means that although you have low self-belief and low self-esteem right now, Put yourself out there. You be confident. You do things that confident people do. Take the actions they would take. Sit straight up. Look people in their eyes. If you do that, then you'll have confidence ultimately. Along these lines of the be-do-have principle, stop asking yourself why you don't have self-belief or why your life isn't the way you want it. Start asking yourself, who do I need to be to have the things I want? 
that leads nicely into episode 13, which was personal growth 101. Point there is growth comes in all forms. Growth is not linear. We all have different paths and we're all going at different paces. So if you see someone else succeeding or with a result that you want, you can't take that at face value as if you have the same resources, outcomes, situations that they do. Everything, Everyone's different. Everyone's growth is different. There's no way to create momentum and growth if you aren't celebrating even the smallest of victories. Episode 14 was three types of people to avoid. I couldn't pick one, so I'm just going to share them all with you. Type number one is the person that is a habitual negative cynic. Person number two to avoid is the unmotivated complainer. And person number three is the liar. Episode 15, how to become irreplaceable. The point there is to create value for others. The definition of irreplaceable is too special, unusual, or valuable to replace with something or someone else, or of which no others like it exist. So under-promise and over-deliver to create value. When it comes to performing and achieving, always over-deliver. When you under-promise and over-deliver, this gives you the aura of someone that is larger than life, someone that can accomplish things with ease. You gain a reputation for someone that takes care of business, and when you take care of business the right way, people keep you around. Episode 17 was how to deal with toxic people. The point there was to out-energy them. Because in any human interaction between two people, the person with the stronger presence, the one radiating a stronger energy, will win. So make sure your positive energy outweighs their negative energy. Make sure your light outshines their darkness. And that's how you deal with a toxic person. Episode 18 was the comparison complex. How comparisons are holding you back. The point here is comparisons try to fit everyone into the same category and space, but the truth is we're all just too different for any of that to make any sense. There's no standard. You are the standard in your own life because there's too many variables. We're each born so differently, have different circumstances and experiences and resources and ideas and beliefs. You will never know the truth behind someone else's life, so there's no point in trying to compare yourself to what they're showing or what you can see. And honestly, you, you don't want to anyway. If you must compare, compare yourself to the old you. The you that was less experienced, younger, weaker, less motivated, less accomplished. Compare yourself to that person. Episode 19 was one to play offense versus defense. The point's there real quick. When you need change, when you need to make some adjustments in your life, when things aren't really going your way, play offense. Get out there, make things happen, take actions, make decisions. When you get lost, when you don't really know what to do, when things are slowing down for you, when you're looking around, looking to make that next big decision, play defense. Give yourself time and space to make a decision. The true balancing act there is to master offense and defense together and be able to play them both in a balanced attack. Episode 20 was the three seasons of life. The season that I want to highlight is the planting season. That's when you're putting yourself out there, trying things, being consistent with the process that's going to yield you the results that you want. You won't get it today or tomorrow, but if you show up today and tomorrow, do what you need to do, you're increasing the likelihood you achieve that outcome. And if you show up consistently enough, you'll increase that likelihood of success so much there'll be no other option for you. The result that you're after, you will achieve that. The majority of your day, week, month, and year will be spent in planting season. The process, showing up every day, being consistent, grinding. Episode 21, Why You Need to Fail. One of my favorite episodes of this podcast. The point I want to highlight is failure is a bridge. Right now in your life, there's a gap between the present day you, the current version of you, and the future version, which is a more elevated, more evolved, more developed version that has more success. So how do we bridge that gap? 
How do you get to the other side? Your failures will close that gap and build a bridge between you, present day you, and future day you that's successful. Choosing to use your failures as fuel, as a bridge, as a lesson, already sets you apart from 90% of people. Most people, when they fail, they mope, they cower, they steer clear of any situation they could possibly fail at again. So by choosing to get back up, you're already on your way to building that bridge and bridging that gap. Episode 22, success is selfish. Point I want to reiterate here is you are number one. Focusing on yourself comes first. Before you can help anybody else develop, create, uh, provide for anyone else, you need to focus on yourself. Because how can you be a positive influence on anyone else in the world if you aren't a positive influence on yourself? Don't think of it as being selfish. Just think of it as before you can help anyone else, you got to help yourself first. And by helping yourself first, you can help other people to a much better degree. Episode 23, Why Your Relationships Suck. Point I want to reiterate and reinforce is you make other people feel responsible for your mood. So the reason your relationships are failing is you make other people feel responsible for your mood. There's no greater destroyer of a relationship than a person that makes another person feel responsible for the things that they're feeling. Another person doesn't control your emotions or your mood. What's really happening is you're choosing to feel a certain way, feeling that type of way based on some exterior force and blaming someone else for your poor management of your emotions. So get your emotional management and the way you manage your emotions up. Take accountability for your emotions and your mood. Never put that on someone else. Episode 24 was how to accept the past. Point there is understand the ink is dry. So as much as you want to change things, as much as you'd like to go back and make edits or make adjustments or do something over, you just can't. The ink is dry. So accept what you cannot change, change what you can. Most recently, episode 25 of the show, How to Evolve and Level Up. The point there is eliminate to elevate. The most important the most important adjustments you'll make in your life to elevate and evolve will not be the things you add. It will actually be through doing less. When you eliminate, you elevate. The more you eliminate, the more energy you'll have to focus on what truly matters, yourself and your life. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Sprouting Success Podcast, which was celebrating one year of the show. If you've made it this far, definitely go leave a rating and review of the show. I appreciate your support. As always, we got big things coming, so stick around. I've been Remy Ellis. Thank you all so much. I'll see you next time.